Hello, and welcome to the Responsive Family Sleep Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Hawley, holistic sleep coach, lactation consultant, peaceful parenting educator, and mom. If you've ever felt overwhelmed by all the conflicting sleep info, frustrated with sleep information that just plain felt wrong, or searched desperately for a truly gentle and responsive sleep approach, then you are in the right place. In each episode, we'll be answering your most pressing baby and toddler sleep questions, busting those sleep myths, and helping you understand truly developmental, biologically normal baby and toddler sleep plus encouraging you to trust your intuition along the way. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to our leap day episode. It's leap year and it's week I have a 29th day in February and that's just, I don't know, it's kind of wild, right? It only happens every four years. But it's also a little wild to me that we are going to be talking about daylight saving time in February. And this is normally not on my radar at all until March normally, honestly, until a few days before. And one of my clients asks me a question about it. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) yeah, that's coming up. But daylight saving time is on March 10th. That's a Sunday. That's in about a week and a half. And because some people like to really prepare, I wanted to make sure I released this episode now as opposed to only a few days before. So I hope you find it helpful. And in full disclaimer, I spent a stupidly embarrassing amount of time reminding myself what daylight savings does to sleep times, right? Like every time change, I am sitting there double, triple checking, okay, the clock goes this way, but what does that mean for how your body's going to feel? And which way should you adjust the sleep times? And I second guess myself and overthink it and tie myself in circles, even though I've obviously been doing this my whole life. And as a sleep coach, I've been doing this for, I don't, since 2017. So seven years. And I still have to think about it because it just boggles my mind. It's just one of those things. I'm like, really, do we have to do this? So I actually do like daylight savings time. I love having more light in the evening. Uh, Winter makes me want to hibernate and go to sleep at like seven o'clock, which I don't do, but I want to. And so it's going to be lovely. I'm excited to have some more sun in the evenings and feel more alert. And and yeah, I, I hate the time changes. I wish we could just stay on one and not have these big jumps. Like they, they drive me nuts. I hate them. I personally do not adjust to them well. My kids adjust better than I do, so go figure. So what do you do? Should you be worried about daylight savings? Should you adjust your kiddo's sleep ahead of daylight savings? What do you need to be thinking about, especially if this is your first time navigating uh, this particular time change? Or if your little was so young, it was like neither here nor there, right? If you have a newborn. So first thing I want to say is that it is okay to do nothing. It's absolutely okay with the go with the flow and just adjust after the fact. That's what we've always done in my house. I can't be bothered with micromanaging sleep times. It didn't make sense for my kiddos. They weren't ever predictable enough for that to make sense. And so it also just made me kind of want to bang my head against a wall. So there's an element here of temperament with your kids and temperament with you as a parent, whether it's helpful, you know, to adjust things ahead of time or just to kind of wing it, right? And so there isn't a right or wrong answer. I'm only leading off with what my family does just to give you permission that you don't have to make a big production out of this. So if you do have a little who is very 
very predictable, then adjusting sleep timings ahead of daylight savings time is it might be helpful, right? And it might make you feel a bit more in control and like you're working towards something. So daylight savings time. We have more sun in the evening. Um, the clocks spring forward and it's going to feel an hour earlier, which means that uh, the clock wake up time of 6 a.m. maybe that your baby or you do regularly is going to start feeling like 5 a.m. Yuck, right? Not fun. And maybe your 8 p.m. bedtime, your body's going to feel like it's uh, seven o'clock. So it's going to be harder to go to bed on time and it's going to be harder to get up in the morning. And that means that, you know, that we get some rough mornings and some rough bedtimes. So if you have a predictable kiddo or you are someone that wants to work to sort of meet the time change, then I would suggest about a week ahead, start shifting their sleep. Um, and so for daylight saving, we're going to shift forward later by 15 minutes every day or so. And this is just kind of bringing their sleep timings up. So by the time it's Sunday, it's daylight saving time. You're just about there or there, right, to match the clock time. And so you want to shift morning wake-up time. You want to shift naps if you can. And you want to shift bedtime, right? If you're like, oh my God, that's going to drive me crazy or I can't get daycare to shift their naps, then you could also just start Friday night on the 8th and uh, try to put your little to bed, you know, 20 minutes later than normal. Hope they sleep in, right? A bit later. Try to shift their naps, you know, 20 minutes later and kind of so on and so forth so that by Sunday you're they're lining up pretty close, right? Or, or exactly to, to what the clock says. Now you can also just wake up Sunday morning, see what time your kids wake up and see how naps play out and kind of adjust after the fact. So you could, you know, maybe your kids just fully go to bed at their body time, right? So not the clock time, they're, they're still on standard time. And so over the next few days, you can adjust um, to meet the clock time. Or maybe they go to bed a, like in the middle, like a half an hour later. And so over the next couple of days, you're just adjusting things about 15 minutes earlier. And that's going to start with that morning wake up. So there's, there's ways to adjust ahead of time and there's ways to adjust on the other side afterwards. Or again, you can just kind of go with the flow and you're, you're going to have to wake them up, right? Because childcare um, work, you know, if you are staying home with your little one, then I, I definitely do encourage that you gradually wake them up closer to their normal time just to get everyone kind of set unless you are happy with how the sleep time shake out. And then you can just kind of go with it. Maybe you're like, ah, they're sleeping in later. This is lovely. Um, and adjust yourself and not your kiddos <laughs> if you can. I mean, that is another option. So when we're thinking about how to adjust sleep times, right? We want to adjust morning wake up, naps, and bedtime. But we also want to adjust meal times for toddlers who are, you know, have three robust meals a day um, or three toddler version of robust meals a day, you know, since that's always up and down because meals are another anchor of the circadian rhythm. If you have a exclusively nursing or bottle fed baby, don't worry about this right? That's not the same. If you have a baby new to solids, like an older baby, you know, in their first few months of solids, probably not significant, right? It's those, it's those older, older babies, <laughs> you know, close to a year and toddlers who are having, you know, solid proper meals that we want to be mindful of meal timing as well. 
And then just remember to adjust your sleep hygiene, right? That we want uh, that regular morning wake-up time once we've sort of recalibrated. We want morning sunlight. We want to dim uh, lights in the hour ahead of falling asleep. And of course, dark overnight. And remember, there's going to be more sunlight. So that's going to affect uh, your evening sort of light flow. Um, that evening light is good. It's cueing the right things to the body. But just being mindful about how we move through the evening. Do we have a lot of windows that kind of face into the sunset? Is that bright light kind of causing our kids to amp up, be a bit more alert than we want them to be? I'm just thinking through the the shifting lighting needs in the evening. Is it, It's a nice time to check in with that. So summing it all up, right? March 10th, be ready. It's coming whether you want to or not. We're going to have more sunlight in the evenings. It's going to be darker in the mornings, at least for a bit, until we get those lovely longer days of summer. You can adjust your child's sleep ahead of time in like 15-minute increments over a week. Uh, You can adjust over the weekend in like 20, 30-minute increments, just Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, You can see how Sunday goes and adjust afterwards, kind of bringing their sleep earlier to kind of meet the clock, right? Adjusting them from standard time to daylight saving time on the reverse side. Um, Or you can just organically let it happen. Do what makes sense for your kiddos. Do what makes sense for you. And I hope that this episode gave you some ideas to think about and has you feeling, you know, less stressed about this upcoming time change. And if you have questions, you're like, oh my gosh, Kim, but what? You know, feel free to reach out on Instagram, send me a DM. Happy to hear from you and see if you have any takeaway questions from this episode. Thank you for joining me today. I hope this episode left you feeling more informed, confident, and encouraged on your sleep journey. And just a reminder before you go that nothing in this episode is individualized to your specific sleep situation, nor is it to be taken as medical advice. Take what resonates, ignore what doesn't, and check with your healthcare provider about any medical concerns. Take a moment to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss an episode. And take a moment to rate, review, or share an episode you love on social media. All of that helps parents just like you find me, this podcast, and this gentle and responsive sleep information. I'll see you next time.